Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 6th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe that God has declared some things for this season, for 2021. But if we want what God has provided, we have to pursue it intentionally. We have to pursue pro- progress on purpose. So for this year, I believe that God has declared that this is a season of new levels where we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. That means that the grace of God to level up is available right? God has done his part. Heaven announced it. New levels, you know, level up. Now it's on us to receive what God has already provided. God releases everything by grace, unearned, unmerited, oftentimes undeserved. And then we receive by faith what God has already provided by grace. So if you want progress in 2021, you're going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress this year, you must be intentional. So that said, I've been teaching a series um, about leveling up and pursuing progress on purpose in five areas all year now. Like this is, here we are in April and I started this in January, but I said we will level up spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and externally. I've covered the first four thus far. Right now we're on externally and, and how important it is to have the right relationships. And so in this area, I told you that I would cover the three people that you need in your life. You need a Paul somebody you're looking up to. You need a Barnabas, somebody that's on your level. You need a Timothy, someone who's looking up to you, right? And we're still kind of flowing in that vein. Number two, uh, discerning when to let some people go. There's going to be some people in your life that are holding you back and you can't move forward until you let them go. We're going to talk about that. Number three, the importance of choosing the right friends. And then number four, surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith, people who are going to set their faith in agreement with you. So today, I'm flowing in the same vein as I did yesterday. Yesterday, I dealt with Paul and Barnabas. Today, I'm dealing with David and Jonathan. The title of today's message is Godly Friends Help Usher You Into Your Destiny. When you have godly friends, these friends will help usher you into your God-given destiny. Let's talk about it. All right, so let me set the stage here. As I was meditating this morning, before I really get into the Paul and Barnabas, David and Jonathan situation, Um, as I was thinking about what we covered thus far in this series, because we've covered a lot, I just was led to share like three things real quick, even before we get into the points. Right. And so, so just real quick, setting the stage for today. Number one, three quick things. Number one, your friends matter. I want you to know that your friends do matter. Proverbs 13 and 20 says that both wisdom and foolishness can be transferred by association. So if you connect with fools, you're going to become a fool. If you connect with the wise, you will, you will become wise. So don't tell me that your friends don't rub off on you. Good or bad, things are going to rub off on you. So if you surround yourself with the right people, you're going to receive the right input, right? So um, you've heard it said, show me your friends and I will show you your future. I'm going to deal with that later in this series. But at the end of the day, you, look at me, you get to choose the people that you call friend. So you should choose wisely. Because if you choose the right friends, then they will help you live the right life. All right. Number two, here's an important thing too. And and this one right here, I don't think people really understand or or realize or recognize. Number two, when you choose the right friends, you're protecting your anointing. Um, I know Isabella and I, 
we talk about this sometimes. <laughs> Isabella said, you know, she would never, of course we trust one another, but she was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's no way that I'm going to be checking your phone. Uh, you know, checking text messages. I trust my husband. I'm not worrying about my husband talking to other women, nothing like that. And, uh, and she said, she says this, because one of the things that I know is that my husband respects the anointing that's on his life. And if he goes out there and commits adultery, then he's going to contaminate that anointing. And the call on my husband's life is more important to him than almost anything. And so, so I understand that you got to protect your anointing. Like if you know who it is that God has called you to be, and you know, the anointing, like the hand of God that's on your life, if you value what God is doing in your life, if you value what the anointing that God has placed on your life, then you're going to value it enough to protect it, right? And so when you connect with the wrong people, you actually contaminate your anointing. And so what you don't want to do is, is, is connect with the wrong people. Like you, you're like, no, 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 I, I'm going to choose the right friends because I'm going to protect what God is doing in my, in my life. Say amen to that. All right. And then number three, you should select godly mentors. And I'm just laying the foundation for today. Uh, and I already talked about mentors and the importance of mentors, but mentoring relationships are powerful. You, when you have a mentor, you have an image of where you want to be somebody that's already on the level that you're striving to attain. And so when you connect with the right mentors, godly mentors, and you give them the right to speak into your life, like you have to give them the authority to speak into your life, because that means sometimes they may have to correct you. And so when you give them the right to speak into your life, what you're doing is you're giving their words weight. So not everyone, everyone's words matter, right? Like my mother used to say, la cosa se cogen de quien lo dicen. So she was saying, you basically receive things based on who said it. And so not everyone's words matter the same. But when you have people that you value, right? Like your pastors, you have a spiritual covering, you have mentors, you give their words weight. So when they speak something, those words should matter in your life. You, you give those words the value that they deserve. You got it? All right. I just wanted to get that out. I don't know who that was for, but the Lord just led me to get that out before really I get into the message for today. So I'm talking about Jonathan and David. Let me pick up the story of David's life in 1 Samuel chapter 18. So you know the story. David killed the giant, right? So he killed the giant. He killed the Philistine. The Israelite army finished off the Philistines. David met with King Saul. During the meeting, David also met the king's son, Prince Jonathan. And the two immediately connected. The Bible says this was really a supernatural connection. The Bible says there was an immediate bond between them for Jonathan loved David. The Bible goes on to say that Jonathan loved David as he loved himself. So to seal the relationship, Jonathan says, hey, man, I want to enter into a covenant with you. And so he swore a solemn pact to David by taking off his robe. He gave it to David along with his tunic. He gave it to David along with his sword and his bow and his belt. Basically, what he was saying is, I'm giving you everything. Everything I have is yours. And then David, of course, returned the favor. And it meant that the two men were connected spiritually. This was a covenant relationship. They were friends. Now, Jonathan's father, King Saul, sanctioned the relationship. David moved into the palace. And, you know, David would never go back to Bethlehem, right? The day that he killed the giant, he was just taking lunch to his brothers. He killed his giant and he never went back uh, to live with his father and his brothers, right? So his life changed forever that day. But he, he had no way of knowing that this relationship with Jonathan was going to be so special. Neither did Jonathan know, right? Um, so you know the story. We go on. I've taught this before. The king, Saul, tried to kill David many times, and Jonathan actually stepped in. Jonathan was saving David. Jonathan was looking out for David at the risk of his own life. If his father found out, 
that Jonathan was helping David, then his father would have him killed. I mean, that's how crazy Saul was. And so, so Jonathan put his life on the line for David and he did it more than once. And then this was a, a, a strange twist of fate too, because then later David, uh, you know, it was obvious that David was going to be the next King and Jonathan even supported that. So watch this. Jonathan was born as a prince. He was born as the prince to the throne. He was supposed to be the successor to, to King Saul. He was raised all his life to be the next king. Here comes David. David comes along. God connects the two men together. They establish a bond. They have a friendship. God basically reveals to Jonathan, hey, this dude is going to be the next king, not you. And amazingly, Jonathan appreciated the friendship enough to support David, even when it meant that David was going to replace him. And so that's amazing. I mean, that's a divine connection. This guy did it at a great personal cost. And then later on, I don't want to get too deep into this, but David's love and commitment to Jonathan even outlived Jonathan. Later on, you know the story, Saul and Jonathan died on the same day. Mephibosheth, the little grandson, Jonathan's son, was dropped. And so he wound up being maimed. He wound up living in Lodabar. And then David, King David, restores Mephibosheth to the throne because of his love for Jonathan. So what does this mean for you today? Because I'm talking about special relationships. I mean, David could not have set up this relationship any better if he tried, right? This was a covenant relationship. I believe that the Lord planned this friendship from the foundations of the world, and he's done the same for us. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. I want to share these three things with you. This is where I need you to rid your heart, your mind of all distractions, lock in three things. Number one, here we go. Look at me. Let me be clear about this. God never called you to do it alone. Well, whatever God called you to do, he didn't call you to do it alone. You will never maximize your purpose and potential while you're in the land of the living if you try to do it by yourself. Greatness is too great of a task for one person. Now, I do run into people all the time that say, um... I don't need anybody like, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine all about all by myself or they'll get spiritual. Say, as long as I, you know, Kirk Franklin sang this song a long time ago, as long as I got Jesus, I don't need nobody else. Yeah. That might sound okay in a song, but that's not real life. The truth is you're saying that because you've been hurt. The truth is you're only saying that because of past pain. But at the end of the day, look, I know, I know people can be messy. We're in the ministry. If you're in ministry, you're in the people business and people are messy, right? I'm an engineer also. I like equipment because equipment is either zeros and ones is on or off is either working or it's not, you know, it's equipment is easier to deal with than people. People are messy, right? People are messy. And so if you're going to deal with people, I understand you're going to get hurt. And, and, but at the end of the day, you can't relive the past pain and allow the, the pain of your past to keep you from your future. You got to release that pain. Dealing with people I know can be painful. It can be painful. But at the end of the day, you can release the hurt. You can release the pain and you can open up yourself because you need others and others need you. And so you got to, you got to allow the Holy Spirit to wash that pain away and do not discard future relationships because of past pain. Now, if you've been hurt by others in the past and we all have, even now while I'm speaking, open up your heart to receive the washing of the water of the word and allow the Holy Spirit to wash that pain away so that you can have the thriving relationships that God has called you to have for this season. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead you concerning who you're supposed to connect with, 
right? And because you are supposed to have relationships. You are supposed to be around other people, right? You, you're not supposed to live your life in isolation. And, and these relationships are important because when you're around the right people, you're going to hear the right things and you're going to get the right encouragement and your faith is going to be reinforced. You're going to be around people of like precious faith who will build you up and not tear you down and they will communicate with you. And the Bible says that we minister grace to one another with our words. So they will be ministering grace to you with their words of encouragement because we're supposed to be there for one another. Say amen to that. All right. Number two. Covenant relationships are special. Now, the word friend today is thrown around loosely, especially when people have thousands of friends on Facebook. Uh, so I don't know what friend, the friend means to you, right? But, but, but f- the word friend today doesn't mean what it's supposed to mean, right? Friend is, is a special thing. Like a friend, a real friend is a special relationship. Not these like thousands of people. Oh, I have 5,000 friends on Facebook. No, that's not friends. I'm, say, I'm talking about real friends. The Lord helped set up the relationship between Jonathan and David because this was a friendship that was ordained by God. I'm saying you can have God-given friends. If you acknowledge, if you would take time to pray, the Lord can show you, hey, this is, I ordained this person to be in your life. I ordained that person to be in your life. It's not going to be a lot of people. I'm just saying the people that God has ordained to be in your life. And so when the Father sends people your way so that you could be a blessing to them and they could be a blessing to you, don't close it down. Don't shut down Th- that, that opportunity just because you're upset from the past. Release things, be open to whatever God wants to do, however God wants to do it, because life is much better when you live it with friends. I'm telling you, I'm a witness. Now, David would have never become the David that we know if it were not for Jonathan. I could say the same about Ruth and Naomi. I could say the same about Elijah and Elisha. I could say the same about Paul and Barnabas. I could say the same about me, right? So you got to appreciate the special people that God has placed in your life And these are people that are ordained by God to be there. Number three, and finally, last point for today, and this is really the most important point I was trying to get to. Divine friends will help you remain on the path to your purpose. Now, you want your feet to be bound to the path that God established for you from the foundations of the world, and divine friends will help you remain on that path. Divine friends will see when you're going astray, and they'll, they'll help put you back on the path. Divine friends will see when you're down, and they'll help encourage you. You need divine friends. If it were not for Jonathan, we may not even be reading about David, right? Jonathan helped protect David from the attacks of his own father. Now, Jonathan may not have even known it fully, but Jonathan was protecting David for his divine assignment, for his purpose, for his destiny. And I believe that part of Jonathan's destiny was to protect David for his own destiny. And so you got people in your life that are assigned to you from God. Open up your heart to these relationships. Jonathan was so committed to David that he helped David even when it cost him, when it came at great personal cost. He knew that this guy, David, was going to take his place. He knew that all his life he was groomed to be the next king. And then he also knew that God was calling this guy to be to take his place, and he was okay with it. I mean, that's amazing. That is God himself. That's the grace of God. See, true friends will sacrifice for you. I dealt with this yesterday, even when it cost them dearly. So all of us, we all need people like a Jonathan in our lives. We need people like that, but we got to open up our hearts to God, to the grace of God, right? So when you open up your heart to the grace of God, you're like, okay, Lord, who do you want to be in my life? Like on that level, and then be open to the key and the critical relationships that God wants you to have, because without those relationships, you actually run the risk of not becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be. You need others and others need you. Now, let me circle back to, um, 
I see uh, uh, Pastor Adam Morrison is on uh, in Korea. He's one of those divine friends for me. Uh, Morrison was there for me, you know, at some of the lowest points in my life. And uh, he helped build me up and I helped build him up. And it's, it's a covenant relationship. But let me circle back to the, uh, to the relationship between Paul and Barnabas that I dealt with yesterday. Without Barnabas, you know, you know I, re- I told you the story yesterday, but let me just quick recap. Without Barnabas, there would be no Apostle Paul. Barnabas stood up for Paul when no one else would. Barnabas was the one that even when he couldn't get an audience with the disciples in Jerusalem, Barnabas was, hey, we need to listen to this guy. Barnabas then took it upon himself uh, to travel all the way to Tarsus, uh, you know, to Turkey from Syria and to grab Paul and take him back into ministry. This was all God, right? And so it was a covenant relationship. It's the divine relationship. And without Barnabas, maybe we would not have half of the new covenant the way that we have it today. Of course, God could have done it. But I'm just saying, God used Barnabas to prepare Saul. God used Jonathan to protect David. Jonathan saw something in David, even when David didn't see it in, in himself. And Jonathan was like, you know what? There's something special about this David guy. Um, and God used Jonathan to invest in the calling that was on David's life, even when it cost him greatly and personally. That's what you call a God-given friend. I could say the same thing about Barnabas. Barnabas saw something in Paul when nobody else saw it. And, and, and Barnabas like, no, no, God is doing something in that young man. And so Barnabas went out of his way to invest in that calling, to invest in that anointing. I'm saying that when you have the right friends, when, when you have God-given friends, they will see something in you sometimes when you don't even see it in yourself. And they will invest into the anointing. They will invest into the calling of God that's on your life. When you have a God-given friend and they will build you up when you're down, when you're down, they, they will encourage you when you're discouraged. They will correct you when you're going astray, right? And so you need that. Like you need somebody in your life to tell you when you're wrong and you need to be in a, in a position to receive that correction. So they will correct you. Uh, they will, they will be there. They will encourage you. Why? Because we all need friends. So I can think of, as I close, I can think of several people that God has used to open doors for me, uh, to encourage me, to be there for me when I needed it, to speak words, to prophesy into my life, to invest in, in the anointing that's on me. And without these people, I would not be who I am today. Like without these people, I would not, there would be no Rick Pina. I, I am not ashamed to say that God used other people to invest in me, to invest in the calling, to invest in the anointing, to invest in the destiny that God has, has ordained for me from the foundations of the world. God used these people and God will use people for you too. And then God will use you to invest in other people. So as I close, let me just say this. If you're called to do something big, then you can't do it by yourself. If you're called to do something significant, then greatness is too great of a task for one person. Nothing of significance is going to happen on this planet all by yourself. So if you're called to do something big, embrace it. But then you're also going to have to embrace the grace, not just to do that, but embrace the grace to embrace the relationships that God has ordained for you to have. Appreciate the people that God has assigned to you and let them know that you appreciate them. Like today, you should probably reach out or send them a text message. Hey, I thank God for you. I appreciate you. You know, without you, I wouldn't be who I am today. And be humble enough to acknowledge that, appreciate them, and thank God for them. Just like I did with Pastor Morrison that's on this right now. Without him, I wouldn't be who I am today, and I appreciate that. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I hope that you're enjoying this series. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, I acknowledge the fact that I will not be able to maximize my purpose or potential without others. 
I can do all things through Christ. But you have not called me to do it alone. I need you and I need others. I need the special people that you have ordained to be a part of my life. And I know that they need me. So I release the pain of my past. I open up my heart to receive the covenant relationships that you desire for me to have. And I commit to being a blessing to my friends because I love them without anything or any expectation of anything in return. My friends are going to be part of my life story and I'm going to be part of theirs. And when we get to heaven, <laughs> we're going to laugh and we're going to celebrate together. I level up my relationships in 2021. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Don't you want my notes? I know you want my notes. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, open up your heart to the relationships. God-given friends, you need them, right? You need God-given friends and they need you. Do me a favor, uh, go into the chat, leave me some comments in the chat. If this message has been a blessing to you, I go back and I read every comment. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. This is today's word. I'm telling you this. And then tomorrow we're going to continue. We're going to continue to flow in this vein. Continue to apply the word on a daily basis and you will become the man, the woman that God called you to be. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.